Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Last time on Astronautica. Our heroes, having narrowly survived their encounter with the turtles, find themselves back on the astrolabe, with no clear direction of where to go, and plenty of wounds to lick. But what information can be gleaned from their time below the surface of the planet, and from their new little companion? Will you best stick around, because you're about to find out right here and now on Astronautica. The three of you collapse backward onto the gangplank as you watch this massive conical spire slowly imploding in on itself until eventually there is nothing but a haze of red dust and slowly silence descends. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone. You survived. <laughs> You're meeting with the turtles. Still think we maybe uh, did nobody any favors here. No. <laughs> Hazel, at this moment, <laughs> you hear this little cooing sound from inside the pouch. <laughs> and you open it to see 
four big eyes and four little eyes blinking up at you and it opens its mouth, sort of like Pac-Man style, like this thing is mostly mouth. Um, <laughs> and its tongue whips out and attaches to your shoulder and it sort of like scrooches its way slowly oh. up you until it's on your shoulder. It does not have any legs. It is essentially a sphere with a prehensile tongue and eyes. That needs to go into a box. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm. Yes. What you, look at these things. Look at how many there were. The gestation period on this is probably like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, throw um, that thing away, please. It coos. And uh, give it some more jerky. You do so as you hold it up, its tongue zips out and pops it back in and it makes little happy crunching sounds. That's a ticking um, time bomb. <laughs> and now it has a taste for dried flesh. Yep. Yay. Pretty sure it had a taste for flesh already. Look over at Oka's mangled leg. Yeah, Oka, Oka's not doing so hot, gang. No, I'm not. Um, oh, I think I have a thing of nanites. Can I? I do have a thing of nanites. Can you I do. stab her with it? Yeah, all right. So here's how this is going to go. Um, I'm going to have you roll a medicine check. Oh, God, okay. Um, I will allow Kyler to aid or anyone with uh, medicine to aid if you would like. Yeah, I'll Hold just, uh, I'll burn a bless on you. All right, Kyler, bless away. Try not to put it in the wrong leg. <laughs> you are now blessed, which gives you, what, a plus three? I think so, yes, a plus three. Yeah, cool. All right, uh, Hazel, dice, roll right? a medicine with a plus three. That's insane. I'm going to push so I can try to get more sixes here. You got it. All right, that is a total of four sixes. Nice. Four sixes? Holy shit. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, Kyler just doubled my dice. Yeah. Holy I grow another leg. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the drugs that you've taken, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Uh, Oka... <laughs> <laughs> you feel uh, the nano, uh, the, the nanobots begin to flow through you, um, and you feel the bones begin to re-knit. I'm going to roll a d6 to see how much health you get back, and there will be a subtraction to remove the critical. So we'll see how much you heal. It's four. I'm subtracting two, so you get two points of health back, and our... Uh, no longer, you no longer have a broken leg. Your stress levels all remain, by the way. Um, Kyler, you also take uh, a point of stress. Okay. Uh, because you were just hanging out inside the corpse of a sentient creature. Um, and working it. <laughs> so, uh, you all can take a moment to breathe. Um, you have successfully... Uh, <laughs> you have successfully survived your turtle encounter. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would you all like to do? Um, good job surviving and not dying. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I guess. Just fucking tremendous amount of trauma, though. So, uh, did we really survive? <laughs> <laughs> also, everyone, I just need to remind y'all, Oka did take a drug. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Actually you currently feel that. fine. Yeah. Oh no. You currently feel fine. You feel. I mean, you don't feel fine. You feel like your leg was broken and then restitched, yeah. and you still hurt a lot. But, <laughs> but you feel uh, better. Uh. Fuck. Decisions mm. were made. <laughs> Indeed. Yep. Um, I want to go find Dan. You find Dan. Okay. Yeah, I want to go get food. Yeah. Uh, you make your way to the Barboretum, which has a, the kitchen adjoining, and you pass through the warm and uh, sort of gently misted air, um, and you walk over to the kitchen counter, and you see Dan uh, standing there chopping up some uh, some onions, um, and he uh, he turns and looks up and as he and sees you and he goes, "Oh hey, how's it going? What the fuck is that thing?" <laughs> uh, yeah, I found a, a new friend. <laughs> the creature lets out a little happy trilling sound, um, and then blinks its little eight eyes <coughs> and then quick as a flash its tongue shoots out and like slaps onto one of the onions that Dan has been cutting and just yeets it back into its mouth uh, it, um, I'm gonna look momentarily horrified um, so um this is in fact why I'm here I seem to have adopted another being. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. Your favorite pastime. Yeah, I'm real good at it. <laughs> Apparently. Um. What the fuck is it? I don't really know. We tried to find out, but uh, Maxie didn't really know either. But it eats anything. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what you want to have on as he's saying this its tongue darts out again and grabs another onion and he's like I'm fucking using those what the I'm fuck a, I'm gonna I'm gonna like pat him on oh, it's okay we'll, we'll get you some food just just it makes happy crunching sounds nice man to give us the food that he doesn't need and then does this thing understand English I don't know uh -huh. we're, we're working on it it trills um does it trill in understanding it trills. <laughs> I mean, you can make a manipulation check to see if you uh, sure. feel that. that it has any amount of understanding. Maybe make just an empathy roll, not a manipulation check. Oh, that is nothing. Whole lot of nothing. A whole lot of nothing. It oh, trills. Okay. <laughs> it fucking trills. Um, uh, and blinks and looks around. But good news. No more issues with trash. Oh, yeah, that was a really big problem that we were having before. I'm so glad that that's been dealt with, with this living garbage disposal, I think. <laughs> well, we're going to we'll figure it out. Nikiri can help. I'm sure Nikiri and Josie will help name him, right? Mm. Them? Them, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a really good sense of this. I mean, 
Yeah, um, maybe just keep that thing away from the kitchen for now. It looks like as he says this, its tongue darts out again and grabs another onion and just like pulls it back and he goes, okay, all right, here. And he just like grabs five and sets them down in front of it and just goes, eat, just eat them all. I'll just get my own. I'll do a different is it, thing. Is there, is there other food you're not using? That was, that was the reason for being here, that we were going to get food you didn't need. They don't seem to understand that. Um, okay, food I'm not using. I mean, there's food I haven't cooked yet. There's food that I'm in the process of cooking. I mean, I don't, it's not really like, you know, I, I keep things in the, like on the, the, in the, in the wings. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Anyway, let me just hold on a second. <laughs> he like goes into the back and you start to hear clattering sounds. I'm going to like um, move the onions away and be like, no, these are. Dan's using these. They're not ours. It no. It, it blinks and looks at you and looks at the onions. And no. make a manipulation check. I'll train this thing. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna push that. Alright, push away. Alright, it's two successes. Two successes. Okay. It doesn't uh lash out its tongue again, but it makes a little grumpy sound. Success. Um, as if it didn't like that. <sighs> like um, child grumpy or like angry dog grumpy? Like complaining cat grumpy, maybe. Okay. Um, and uh, Nikiri, at this moment, Nikiri comes around the corner with her headphones on. She's like hum bopping along and humming. And she looks up and sees you and goes, hey, how's it? Oh, what? is that and her eyes get really big and she just like walks over and she goes did you get did you get an alien pet did you get an alien pet i have definitely adopted an alien that's definitely what happened can i touch it sure they seem um, to eat everything so just be aware she she freezes for a moment her hand hovering over the small <laughs> ball of fur and then she has an internal, like, an internal bit of uh, back and forth, and then she gently pets it, as if one might pet a bomb. And it makes a, a little trilling noise and looks up at her with its little eyes. Um, and she goes, this is the cutest thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Where did you find it? In the nest? In what nest? The Rithrak area Sorry. was just... You guys really have not been filling us in on what's going on, so I don't really have a good sense <laughs> of um, what, yeah. what's going uh, on, but... In, in the, the, the place that we just exploded. Oh, oh, that's what yeah. that sound was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely... All I've heard about this place was Oka told me that this place is really dangerous and I shouldn't go outside or I'll die. Um, that sounds so. accurate. Yes. Oh, Jesus, God, why... Don't you do anything normal? I wish I could, but for whatever reason, it doesn't seem to ever work out this way. Well, Everything is always fair. just bombs. That's fair, I guess. They're creepy ghost ladies. Who knows? Uh, do you want to do me a huge favor and help me with something? Uh, sure. What? Yeah. I probably should stop calling this thing the being. Um, it needs a name. They need a name. Oh my god, you want me to name it? Yes, I'm uh, terrible at naming things. Uh, uh, 
Uh, you take your time. It doesn't have to be right now. She starts. Let's go talk to she, Josie. You guys can pow out. Just, okay. you know. Okay. All right. Um, I'll, yeah. And she just like takes, she books off Bolts. and Dan comes back with some food and he was like, hey, okay. All right. I'll just keep doing my own thing then. All right. Sorry. Um, I, uh, I asked her to help me name the being. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. You know what, look, anything that involves her having a nice time, I'll fucking take at this point. Uh, yep, we're working on it. Yeah. I'm trying to sure. make sure she stays inside, away from the explosions. That is a good call. Mm -hmm. We don't need more of those inside yes. any ship. That's, that's right. the goal. Okay. One, um, one goal at a time. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, here's some food. I got you. I don't know what it eats, so I just grab a bunch of different stuff. <laughs> he, like, sets down. He's got, like, some, uh, <laughs> it looks like some sog paneer and some naan, and then, like, just a can of broth, and then, Amazing. like, some raw meat and just some veggies. And he just goes, all right, uh, you little weird thing being i've been calling it the being that sounds uh, weirdly ominous um <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it's gonna be a problem at some point down the line no 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 we got this all right Give well pet. the being uh if that is indeed what we're calling you uh, bone appetite i guess <laughs> famous last words <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, do you let it eat? I'm gonna hold up a little piece of naan and see if it wants the naan. Instantaneously in the mouth. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. Um, it makes a happy noise and then you can hear it snuffling a little bit and it looks down at the food and in quick as a flash, its tongue slaps out onto the countertop and it just sort of falls and like blats onto the countertop face first. <laughs> um, like basically tongue first and then pops itself up, sort of pulls its tongue off of the surface, and then with a veracity and intensity that is borderline upsetting to watch, this <laughs> thing starts to eat. If you've ever watched like a French bulldog eat <laughs> wet dog food, that's sort of what it's like. It's just like, it's it's just mowing into this. No, um, no, no, no. And it just eats. This? It eats everything. It, the can fully goes oh. into its mouth, and you can hear it crunching. Oh boy. Yeah. That's and, not. Uh, that's not great. I'm gonna look distraught. It eats everything. It eats the sog in the canister. It eats the canister. It eats the plastic bag surrounding the non bread. It eats everything. Um, and it makes a happy trilling noise, and then looks back up at you and blinks and uh, scrooches over to the edge of the counter and sort of looks up at your shoulder area and uh, makes a trilling sound. I'm just gonna kind of look mm -hmm. horrified and embarrassed at, at Dan and just pick up the being and bye. I'll try to find different food in the future and just walk away. Dan has, like, an ashen look on his face, <laughs> like he just witnessed a murder. And he just goes, yeah, okay. Good luck with 
everything. See ya. Um, and you, you carry the, uh, the little creature away. Um, Kyler, Oka, what would you guys like to do while this is going on? Uh, I'll go to the chapel again. Okay, Oka, you head to the chapel. Um, you find yourself alone in there. There's the radio, you know, it's sitting there, it's turned off, it's quiet, a little bit of light is filtering through, um, a stained glass window that you're pretty sure just has an LED behind it because there's, it's not wall adjacent, but still mm -hmm. looks pretty and soothing. And you sit down. Do you switch on the radio? Yeah, of course, I'll switch the thing on. All right, you switch on the radio and the static begins to play. You sit down, feeling sore, feeling the aches and pains, the bite marks uh, <laughs> on your legs that you encountered, or I guess on the one leg. Um, and it's not, you don't feel terrific, but you do your best to quiet your mind, to try and let something in. And I would like you to roll for me, please. Yep. A, I think, did I have you roll a wits check last time? Or was it empathy? Do we I remember? Thank you. Oh, shit. Hmm. I think it was wits, but I could I be think wrong. it was wits. Um, I will have you roll a wits check. I'm pretty sure it was wits. Okay. That is three sixes. Holy shit. Yep. Um, despite all of the, or maybe because of all of the horrific and terrifying things you just witnessed, you find yourself with a singular focus and you quiet yourself and you empty your mind and you just listen to the static as it rolls up and down. And after a moment, you hear something. Oh, Faint whispering. It's very quiet. And it feels like it's coming through the static, but it also feels like it's coming through the back of your mind. Like it's all around you, or inside you, or something like that. And it's very faint very difficult to understand. But after a moment, it clarifies, and you get two words. Go west. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, she actually says, she says, she says dope. <laughs> dope. <laughs> you do so. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh wow, that's very, so it's very, okay. Uh, let's see, so when people are interacting with with this supposed entity or whatnot, uh, do people often get clear messages like this? You would have to ask mm -hmm. someone about that. I would have to ask um, someone. I, that's I outside of I, your... For, I don't know if I remember someone saying that or not. I think, uh, okay, I'll ask, um... Yeah, you would need to, uh, you'd need to clarify that. If you had a point in culture, I, I would have you roll for it, but, um, 
I mean, I suppose you could use your uh, Tomekeeper ability. Um, if yeah, you I'll to. use my Tomekeeper uh, ability. Sure. Yeah, you got that. You might as well fucking use it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna use that in a minute. So, you, uh, after this voice comes through, you uh, start, you sort of snap out of your reverie, um, and you think back in one of your learnings uh, on the, you know, it was back in your schooling days, um, you learned about the grafters and their beliefs. Um, and basically what you learned was there was a prophet of the grafters um, who, uh, and this was explained to you also by uh, Cypher Daniels more recently, yeah. but um, the prophet of the grafters uh, who went by the name of Nimble um, had sort of stumbled across Araneo and seemed to have direct communication with her. And you you are aware that within the story of uh, the campaign that there was a prophecy that was told. Um, you're not entirely sure who had it, probably one of the higher-ups in the church, but there was a prophecy that was linked to the uh, attempted destruction of the wormhole. So you know that people occasionally get contacted, though you don't know, there's no real evidence of what it would be like. No one can say for certain what it would feel like or seem like or anything like that. Gotcha. That's cool. All right. Uh, so after that, I I guess I'll locate Cypher Daniels. Cool. Um, Oka, you stand up and you turn to head out um, and you find yourself face to face with a door that is not the door you walked through. Oh, man. Mm. Am I high or what? Oh, boy, this is getting trippy. And uh, it looks like an old run-down facility door. Something metallic. Um, it actually looks weirdly familiar, and it takes you a moment to place it, and then you remember the last time you saw this door was back on Earth in your father's office. Oh, boy. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Uh... Okay, uh, I'm not freaking out or anything. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> uh, Oka says, dope. And uh, I guess uh, I'm going to try to walk through those doors. Walk through them doors. You do so. Mm -hmm. uh, you walk up to the door, and you put your hand on the handle, and you feel the cold through the door. You open it, and you step through, and we're gonna take a moment and switch over. Kyler, what would you like to do at this time? <laughs> rude. I know, I know, I'm a rude boy. <laughs> um, Kyler is probably going to, uh, in like a very quick, snappy montage of things uh, arrive in the new R&D where Dalian is working on something very 
particular and involved and has his eyes very close to a specimen and then you just hear a clip and uh, a turtle's head falls on his workstation and Kyler is there <laughs> dangling the uh, fanny pack uh, <laughs> where he just unclipped it. Um, As and you then uh, <laughs> promptly, so without saying a word, just goes and showers. <laughs> you do so. You do so. By the way, the thing that Dalian was working on was your cicada. Um, I don't crush the cicada, but I do I, I <laughs> plop know. it disquietingly close to him. Um, uh, as I go and shower. <laughs> you do so. Um, you shower, I imagine, rather aggressively. Um, it takes... Uh, you get clean... But you don't feel clean. <laughs> uh, might have something to do with just the fact that you were wearing the corpse of a sentient creature. But uh, you don't, yeah, you don't feel super duper clean. But you are clean. And so after a lot of scrubbing, he will just once again appear in the doorway to R&D and say, So? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as you walk in... You see Dalian and Nimble standing there staring at this thing, and Nimble looks up at you and says, What? And I cannot stress this enough. The fuck? <laughs> yes. I was hoping you would be able to tell me the fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where... Did you get this? From within the deserted hive, we have relative certainty that these are the quote-unquote turtles that have been plaguing the Rithrak. Um, as you say that, Dalian straightens up a little bit and says, Ah, well, that makes sense. It does. He walks it, over does it make to, sense? He walks over to one of the computers and uh, begins typing in with his long, slender fingers. Um, and after a moment, pulls up essentially a, a Wikipedia page that is in uh, Jakani. And he sends it over to a sort of three-dimensional hollow space. And it's a, a, an image of a planet. And he says, this is the planet Fulmo 419D. This is the home of the Kashkash. And um, he scrolls through and types some more things in, does some minority report hand-waving, and then pulls up a of picture course. of the turtles. And he says, yes, it's an interesting little thing. They are native to that planet. They're sort of considered pets there, but um, ha! the Kashkash often keep them as, uh, <laughs> as pets. They apparently make very good hunters, and they are, uh, well, they're not native to here, and you said that they were found here. Yes, they had literally murdered an entire small society. Oh, 
That sounds very bad. Hmm. Well, it would make sense. On their home planet, there are many natural predators. But... Here, with nothing else, I could imagine that they would be able to proliferate. Okay, um... So, you think that... Or the, the most logical current running theory is that someone brought a pet to this planet and has uh, since then inadvertently started a genocide. Well, it might seem that way. It says here that their breeding cycle is short, but not the most, uh, shall we say, successful, so they do tend to have uh, large broods. However, they also tend to be fairly docile. Uh, so, these uh, were not docile. This thing tried to eat us, and I had to bisect it with a giant security door. Oh, well, clever thinking on your part. I've never thought to use a door as a weapon before. I'll have to keep that in mind. Chilling. So, if someone were to have brought these here and they were to have escaped, that would indeed be a very big problem for the ecosystem, especially if there is not something put in place. All right, so what eats these things on their home planet? Oh, many things. Um, he pulls up uh, some images and you get uh, like grainy video of um, a, the planet side of Fulmo uh, 419, which is this dark, rainy jungle of a planet. And you're on the ground level looking up through the trees and you see lightning flashing all around and uh, after a moment, this particularly large uh, flash of lightning lights up the sky, and you see, shadowed in the clouds, this massive creature that lets out this deafening, bellowing roar, and the camera, like, sort of drops as if the person is starting to run away. <laughs> um, and the video feed dies, and Dalian says... I've heard it's quite an exciting planet to be on. I've never been myself, but I've heard the stories. The Kashkash are a robust species. So it sounds like we need to go to Fujifilm 19 and get one of these things, natural predators, and then just drop it in the mines. I think that would be very bad. <laughs> Messing with the ecosystem further would only result in a deeper natural disaster. In non-jokes for notes, that's called Fujo what? Uh, Fulmo, F-U-L-M-O, Fulmo 419. Um, 419D specifically. The star is Fulmo 419. Is this a, is this a real? Yep, these, these are, are all I, I real figured, planets. Yeah, I figured it. Your boy did his research. Sounded familiar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, after a moment, um, he looks it up and says, well, it seems as if they tend to build nests. If you could find the source of the nest, you might be able to wipe them out. It's a little grim, but, you know, 
if it means saving a planet, I would say that's probably going to be your best bet. It's fun. You're like an exterminator. So fun. <laughs> hey, everybody. Matt here, your GM in space, 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 space. GM in space. Uh, just a few quick notes. First off, thanks so much for listening. We have a ton of fun making this show, and I hope you are enjoying listening to it as much as we enjoy making it. We're in Chapter 3 now, and boy howdy, if it isn't going to be a doozy of an arc, it's going to be a blast. I'm really, uh, I'm enjoying it. I hope you are too. If you are enjoying the show and haven't already yet, why not give us a cheeky little like and subscribe? Leave us a comment on a streaming platform, tweet, or post about us. We're working by word of mouth, so every little bit helps. If you would like to support us more directly, check out our Patreon. We have a ton of fun stuff over there. There's uncut recording sessions so you can hear us debating about rules and talking about all sorts of random stuff. There's music from the episodes, which I create myself. There's little logs from the characters' perspectives and even some one-shot adventures that are really fun and goofy and great and amazing, and I get to play in them as opposed to GMing them, and it's a lot of fun. And you can find all that and more at our Patreon. You can look us up on Patreon or just go to Too Many Dice's Linktree, which is linktree slash too many dice. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash the number two many dice. Check it out. And now for some quick shout outs. First off, a huge shout out to Alexander Ferguson. Alexander Ferguson, who is our first higher tier Patreon supporter and an all around amazing human being. And also a huge thank you to the rest of our Patreon supporters as well. We are really ever grateful and humbled by your continued support and patronage. It means a lot to me, to us, to all of us. And um, I hope you guys are enjoying all the silly stuff that we have over there. And you guys are making it so that we can afford to keep doing this. Uh, and if you're not a Patreon supporter, again, go over, check it out. There's a lot of cool stuff. And it means that maybe eventually we can make this our full-time job, which would be amazing. I would love to do that. Also, a shout-out to my amazing players, Ian Mutiner, Benjamin Timothy Jenkins, and Lauren Alistini, without whom none of the ridiculous and wonderful bullshit I have to navigate would exist. They're great. I have a lot of fun playing with them and seeing what they're going to throw at me because I never know and it's usually something ridiculous and I love it. Finally, I just want to thank Angie Feek, my wonderful wife and partner in crime who has been instrumental in making this happen through many, 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 many conversations and brainstorming sessions and back and forths and talks in the car and all sorts of stuff. The story's just beginning to unfold now. We're peeking over the precipice, and I hope you're in for the ride because it's gonna be a wild one. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So, anyway, thanks again. Thanks for listening. And stay tuned for more Astronautica. We'll see you soon. And now, back to the show. By the way, I have something for you. He holds out his hand, and inside, uh, as he unfurls his fingers, you see your cicada drone. Hey! And he uh, passes it along to you and says, its systems are upgraded. It should work a little bit better, I think. I gave it a new camera, some new sensors, and uh, I made all of its systems quieter, so it's less likely to be noticed by... Uh, people you send it after in the vents. And he gives a, a small, almost smile. Um, you know, that was uncanny. That was almost human. Um, 
emotion. You're getting it. It's great. I will take this. Thank you. Um, as you say that, Nimble goes, well, that makes one of the two of you. Yes, so Dalian, keep working. Someone has to get it right. Um, great, thanks. Off to kill a bunch of alien cats or whatever. Well, they're not exactly cats. The closest thing, well, I mean, that's sort of a little bit of a difficult, um, their taxonomy is different, right? Because obviously they don't come from the same mammalian structures that, you know, you certainly descended from. So they're probably closer to, I don't know, hyenas or predatory wasps or something. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't fully studied biology. I'm more of a technology person. Great. Off to kill the desert dog wasps, then. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. Do you need this head for something? I mean, can we discern anything else from its, like, genealogy? Do we have a biologist on board? Like, can we figure out, like, oh, they don't like hair product, and so if you make a hair product bomb, they all, their physiology crumbles, or, you mm -hmm. know, they find graham crackers radioactive. Do we have something? Hmm. Let You're the see. scientists. I'll see if I can find anything on that. They, uh, I mean, the person to ask would be a Kashkash, obviously, but it's not like we have one of those on board, so... What does a kash? You've said this name twice, and while history is for nerds, I did take some, and I don't remember the name Kashkash. Oh, oh, they look like this. He pulls up a quick search, and you see an alien that looks a lot like a pangolin. Hmm. They stand roughly eight foot or so tall. They have big spines along their back that are metal-tipped. Um, you've definitely met one of these before. Oh, yeah. yeah like Galliar's old bar. Yeah. Well, and was there one on Alf on Centauri here with us? Like, I know we saw one on the space station, but I feel like we've seen one recently. You did not, no. Got it. You have not seen uh, any. Great. Find the Kashkash, kill the desert dog wasps, Restart the mines, great! I'll see if I can find any information about the, the creatures in the interim, uh, but... Certainly we'll... the Kashkash have, like, a Google, or an Ask Jeeves, or a Bing. Nobody has Bing, you know that. I know, they outlawed it last century, but, you know, there are some... Rumors that it's still operational. I will see what I can find. Uh, he gets to work. Um, two, three, four, five. I'm gonna have him roll a data spider. Hmm? All right, got a boy. Mm. Um, after a moment, a, a little result pops up, and he goes, "Oh, interesting. Well." It would seem that there is a shared commonality on the planet. Uh, something about the origin of their specific uh, animalia, as it were. They are fairly sensitive to 
sound at certain frequencies. Uh, the planet has a lot of thunderstorms, and apparently they have been able to develop uh, sensory abilities that are in tune with that. I don't know what that means. I don't know one way or another, but it seems like they might have some sensitive hearing, perhaps? Something to try. Noted. And, uh, Kyler, like, looks aside and strokes his chin thoughtfully. You do so. So, let's see, who should we go to? Who should we go to? Hazel, um, what would you, what would you like to do after you've fed your, uh, fed the being? The being, um, well, I think we're gonna go back to my room. You do so. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get the being to go to sleep. All right, uh, roll a, roll a manipulation check. All right, that is one success. One success. It takes you about a solid 45 minutes to get it to fall asleep, but it does okay. fall asleep eventually. Um, now, I'm, now that it's asleep, I'm gonna go try to find um, some sort of thing to fashion a bed out of. We're gonna go full pet mom. Okay. I'm gonna um, go so try to find like a fluffy thing to make like a, like a hammock or a small bed that can go next to my sleeping arrangements. Um, okay. Um, I don't you know leave if this it thing in, needs a... So you head, out, you head out and leave it in the room? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Uh, yeah, you do oh. so. Can I lock my door behind me? Yeah, you can lock your door behind you. Cool, we're gonna lock the door behind you. You lock your door behind you. That'll work great. It's asleep. You lock the door behind you and you begin uh, uh, going through, and and I'll say you, you don't have to, it takes you a little while, but you are able to find the things uh, you need to make a little pet bed. Um, and uh, you can fashion one. Um, cool. This is, I'm not going to make you roll for this. I, this is easy peasy. Um, and uh, you head back in? Oh yeah. All right. You head back in, uh, you unlock the door and slide the door open and immediately recognize two things. One, the vent cover has been pulled off the wall oh, and no. two, it's gone. Yep. Um, Oka. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's me. <laughs> you step through the door and into a facility. There are lots of people milling around. Their faces seem sort of blurred and morphed, as if you can't quite hold on to any details about them. They all are hustling around and talking in this language that you cannot understand. They appear to be human, uh, as far as you can tell, but any details about them, the moment you try and focus on them, it's like your eyes just slide right off their faces. They are fully unknowable. And the language, while it sounds somewhat 
like something. It sounds like a human language. You cannot even begin to parse it. It is meaningless to you. You stand there, and, uh, and what you see in front of you in this facility is a large room, similar to the one you found yourself in down in your father's office. Mm. But whereas that one was sort of empty, this one is thriving and, uh, and busy. And you see all of these frosted over tubes that are pods, and you can see the shapes of humans inside of them. And people are just moving this way and that. Everyone seems to be in a hurry. What would you like to do? Uh, and I can't understand any of the language that anyone's saying. No. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, Swiss Dreams Brain, did you mention that they were heading in a certain way or um, just one, one no, more time? No, no one's, it's not like they're exiting. Did, People are just like just hustling. Hurry, just hustling. They're hustling. Okay, um, I am going to try to get someone's attention and communicate with them regardless, even though I don't know what's going on. Okay, um, you walk up, do you like tap them on the shoulder or? Yeah, I tap them on the shoulder. The moment you do, your hand melts into them and they begin to dissolve into a writhing mass of black ichor and tentacles that basically collapses to the floor and slither away, leaving behind nothing but a black stain on the floor. Cool. Oh. Make an observation check. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got one six. One six. It takes you a moment, mostly because you're distracted by uh, the fucking crazy ass thing that just happened. But you see someone watching you across the room, a young girl, mm. the same as before. You lock eyes with her, and after a moment, she turns and walks through a door in the back. Uh, I'll follow. You do so. Um. As you walk through, you can see people begin shouting to each other. Alarms seem to be going off, and the pods begin to whir and hum, and various fluids seem to be pumping into them as if there's some sort of critical system error going on. You pass by some computers with flashing red screens with a triangle with a little dot and a line above it, an exclamation point. You realize after a moment, you don't know why it was so hard for you to recognize it, but for a moment it seemed like it was a symbol that you had never seen before. The door is ajar and seems to lead to the outside. Uh, I'll head towards the door. You walk to the door, and you open it, finding yourself on the surface of a planet that looks very similar to this one. It's barren and brown, dusty red, these large, craggy pits, and these, in the distance, you can see some spires. The little girl is standing there, about 30 feet away, looking up at the sky. Yeah, uh, I go to her and I ask, uh, what, what, what is this? 
She turns around and looks at you. And there's a look on her face that seems almost sad. And she points up to the stars. And as you look, after a moment, you see just a little star, just a small, pale little star, barely noticeable amongst the other ones. And after a moment, it winks out. And she looks back at you and she says, it's coming. And then you feel a hand on your shoulder. And Cypher Daniels is standing there smiling. You're sitting in the chapel, listening to static. And he says, hey, I didn't expect to find you in here again. Looks like you fell asleep. Sorry, I, uh, I hate to interrupt, but you looked, um, stressed. Yeah, uh, so I think I communicated with Irenao, correct? His eyebrows shoot way the fuck up, and he says, did you? What? He what? 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 Okay, you communicated how? Tell me, what happened? Um, okay, well... Through the static, it, it has the you know tingly feeling. It feels like it's the back of your head, um, and it grew closer and closer to where I clearly heard something say "head west." Head west. And I had some dreams, but I, I could have been high there. But I don't. But I I can tell you about them in detail. <laughs> Maybe they have some connection too. Sure. I mean, why not? Uh, yeah, I tell him everything about the dream. Okay, you relay the information. Mm -hmm. He sits there, nodding thoughtfully, and he says, I, um, I need to go do some reading. I'll let you know what I find out. This is wonderful and amazing and, well, huh, really? You? You're no uh, kidding. I know, I'm, I'm just as surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's great, it's great, it's great. It's not like I've devoted my whole life to this, and, you know, but that's good. That's hey, fine. Hey, maybe I'm just an emissary, buddy. I don't know. <laughs> hey, look, it's he, okay. Uh, he, he nods and <laughs> massages his, uh, his eyebrows and forehead and rubs his eyes, and he goes, Okay, I'm, uh, could we go back into town? I have uh, some resources yeah. there that would be useful for me yeah and uh um how does how does one convert to to to, to this <laughs> well there's normally a ceremony but we tend to keep it pretty open it's not like you have to pay dues or anything like that <laughs> oh know? okay cool because i didn't have any money <laughs> oh, well that doesn't surprise me um <laughs> it was it's more just you um if you would like to convert, maybe, um, sometime when you're not covered in blood, uh, we could, we could do a little ceremony. How does that sound? That sounds great, and I, uh, awkwardly bow, because I don't know what to do in this situation. <laughs> he, he gives you a, a confused <laughs> nod and says, we don't, you don't need to, Wow, that's okay. Oh, okay, I, I'm okay. I'm still new. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Um, I've got a, 
I've got a big, there's, yeah, okay, we'll talk. Um, <laughs> he just, like, walks out of the room, the static continuing to play. Hazel, you're sitting there looking uh, at the vent. Uh-huh. What would you like to do? Um, hey, little buddy. Where'd you get off to? I'll, like, pull out a piece of jerky and be like, I got a snack for you. Try to wave it in the vent. There's no response. <laughs> you can see into the vent. Um, you can get a look in it. It looks like it goes on for about uh, a few meters and then branches off in a couple different directions. Oh. Uh, is there any sort of like slime or fur tufts or tongue marks? <laughs> Make a, there is, I will say, there is a tongue mark uh, on, there's like a slime tongue mark on the vent cover and you can see one on the, um, essentially like on the wall leading up to the corner. So you get the <laughs> sense that it probably shot its tongue out and then slowly scrooched its way up the wall. Um, <laughs> But outside of that, once it's in the uh, in the vents, you cannot find it. Cannot wait for the artwork of this. Um, <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I'm gonna see if there's any sort of like tongue indication of which direction it went. Make an observation check. Please. Oh yeah. Uh. But um, I'm going like, to use a light point to take that from a partial to a critical success. All right, you do so. Um, with a critical success, you see it branching off to the left. You see a tiny little tuft of fur. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Can I tell which way that goes in like the real, real people space? Because I'm assuming I can't just fit in this vent. You cannot fit in this vent. Unlike Die Hard, vents are actually not big enough for humans to fit in. Um, what? But uh, do, me, do me a favor and roll me an infiltration check to try and follow this. Because you've got a critical success, I'm going to give you a plus two. Oh, yeah. That is four successes. Four successes. Nice. Um, yeah. Nice. You are able to follow this vent. It seems to be leading toward... So the way the system works is uh, there is a, like a central air system. Um, it filters like one of the main filtration areas for the recycled oxygen is actually the arboretum. It provides oh, no. cleaner air. There are filtration, there are mechanical filtration systems, but then they are pumped through the arboretum. You know, it naturally gets rid of a lot of carbon dioxide and uh, provides a little bit of healthy moisture and um, other things through the vent also systems. Also food. Also food. Also food. Um, you, uh, so you are able to follow the vent to the Arboretum. Um. Is there any indication of the Arboretum of where the little being might be? Or is he just <laughs> there? Uh, so as you come, uh, into the Arboretum, uh, you are able to trace the vent around and you find a, uh, a a knocked out vent cover. I'm going to need you to make a separate observation check. 
Uh, with or without the plus two? Nah, no, no more plus two. No more plus two. Okay. No. That is one success. You have no idea where this little shit is. <laughs> um, shit. Well, I guess I'm just gonna start walking around waving a piece of jerky. Okay. Oh. Come here, little guy. You do so. Hopefully you're running into nobody else. <laughs> Roll on the be nice dice for that. All right, Kyler, what would you like to do? Um, I don't know. We've got this biology read on the uh, turtles. Is the astrolabe currently heading somewhere? Or no, are we the just astrolabe's sort of just like, it's, you, you guys have, it's just been sort of chilling. We got the turtle info. He's got his new cicada drone. Um, yeah, yeah, he's gonna try to reach out to the Kai Hive and he's gonna start a live broadcast video for all of his followers. Excellent. All right. Like, hey, Kai Hive, it's your boy here. Um, just, you know, vacaying on a planet far away because my life is exquisite and things are going great and loving it. Um, was curious if I had any, uh, Koshkosh followers. And, uh, if I do, what are some of your best tips for dealing with these horrors? And, uh, we'll just do like one of those montage blitz of different screen grabs of what <laughs> the turtles How from Fulma look like. Call my baby a horror. <laughs> it's gonna grow up into a horror. I haven't expressly <laughs> called yours a horror, but any tips on like mitigating population growth or uh, just general handling tips. Shoot him to the inbox. Love y'all. You, uh, after a moment, you get a ping. Uh, you get a, a ping from someone uh, with the name Kyler Lover42069. And uh, they say, in like sort of no, no punctuation whatsoever, they say, not a kosh kosh, but have you tried playing them your music, lol? It always helps me go to sleep when I'm feeling sad or bad. Mm. XOXO, love you so much, Kyler. That's because you have the best taste. XOXO, love you. <laughs> That's all you get. Cool. Yeah. Um, Hazel, uh, you uh, are here currently wandering around waving a piece of bacon. <laughs> And uh, after a moment, Nikiri comes in and goes, oh, hey, Hazel, I was looking for you. So I talked with Josie and I have some names. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Dan said uh, it should be named Onion and he said it kind of grumpily. I don't know what that's about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking something like Hubert could be really cute. Josie. Josie wasn't super helpful. She said like Spike or Spot or Fight. I think she kind of got caught up on like the dog thing, which really is not, it doesn't 
really look like a dog anyway. It kind of looks yeah. more like a, I don't know, like a furry ball. <laughs> um, fur ball. Call it fur ball. Uh, you could call it ball. <gasps> what if you called it like all ball? All ball. Actually, I think onion's pretty great. Okay. Also, because I think it would annoy Dan a little bit <laughs> until he warms up to the idea, and until then, it's going to be great. Cool. Onion. Awesome. Onion. All right. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I'm going to go make a little tag for it. I think I have the stuff for that. Hang on. Um, and as she goes, you suddenly hear a crashing sound coming from the kitchen and oh, a no. bunch of fucking, like, just angry swearing from Dan. Oh, fuck. Uh, well, I think I found Onion. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> run off. You sprint towards the kitchen with Nikiri in hot pursuit. Uh, you round the corner and you find Dan holding Onion like by the top fur. <laughs> by the and scruff. There's, yeah, it's like all scruff though. Oh no. And there is a scene of full carnage. Oh no. Um, all basically like all the food has been eaten uh-oh and dan turns and looks at you and says hazel what the fuck i uh, i don't i don't uh, know onion lets out a very happy trilling sound onion how much food do you eat uh it just chirrups and finishes munching and then you see its eyes train on uh, the piece of bacon in your hand and lightning quick its tongue darts out and it's gonna try and grab that piece of bacon from you I'm not gonna stop him okay in that case Damn. it just does it just like grabs it and uh, starts happily munching and Dan says okay yeah this thing's fucking cute but this, is, this thing just ate like I swear to god this thing just ate like 40 people's worth of food yeah, I see that. Um, I kind of look at this one's on me. I, I assumed like many other small beings, you feed it some amount of food, you put it to bed, it sleeps for a while. Um, it chirrups and trills. Not the case with this little 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 being, little onion. Um, Jesus fucking Christ, Hazel. Y yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Just me, I guess. Um. He thrusts onion at you. R and D. R and D might understand, right? Research. Sure. Research. Or like might. pest control. No. It's my baby. <laughs> uh. Oh, tank mom is tank mom. Uh. Yep, tank mom is tank mom. Uh, right, let's go find out if we can find out what your appetite's like. Art history, no. Robot lady, no. Um, I don't know. Uh, if only you guys had befriended the Koshkosh NPC. If only. <laughs> this would have been so much easier for y'all. Didn't he hate us because he hated Kyler's music? Well, he wasn't super fond of it, but also you guys made, like, zero attempt to, like interact with him so i was like cool we were you're solving not gonna, gonna a, a murder it's true we were. if the pangolin had had a twirly mustache and said yeah they'll never catch me then we might <laughs> yeah. have interrogated the pangolin um 
until then, I guess I'm going to go to the people that know how to use computers and maybe do research, which would be R&D. Okay, <laughs> you go to uh, R&D. And just ask, uh... I have a problem. You walk in uh, to see Dalian essentially performing some sort of autopsy on the, the turtle skull. Oh, no. um, and he looks up and says, Ah, hello, what do you have there? I don't know, but it's always hungry. <laughs> That's it's, not a good starting place. Their name is Onion, and I love them. Well, hello, Onion. Nice to meet you. But Dan's mad because he just ate half the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Table included or just the food? Just the food, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, that's something. Um, let's see here. He does a little research and he says, yep. So you have a baby turtle. Okay. Uh, Kyler's gonna hate me. Mm-hmm. They tend to have voracious appetites and uh, will not stop eating until apparently they need to eat something like 80,000 calories a day um, wow. until they're out of this period of... How, um, how long is that usually? That's a good question. Might be a couple of months. Months. Usually a couple of months, yes. Okay, okay. Um, well, fuck. Okay. Looks like your food budget has just gone up considerably. Yeah, hopefully Hamas can uh, support that somehow. Uh, how do I contact Hamas? I don't know why you would be asking me that. M more of a... Just a thinking out loud. Ah, um, yes. Excellent. Well, feel free to do so. Yes. Uh, thank you. That is very helpful. Um, oh, they're, they're going to kill me when they find out what this is. Uh, come on, Onion, let's go. <laughs> uh, Nimble walks out and goes, What is that little guy? Oh my god, he's so cute. Hi. Their name is Onion. Oh, hello, that's adorable. Oh my yes. god, hello, Onion. Yes, um, onion love him. Chirrups, and uh, you see Onion's eyes train on a wrench that uh, uh, that Nimble has in her hand. Nope, no, no. Making a manipulation check. <laughs> Everyone on this boat is gonna hate my pet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's two successes. <laughs> two successes. Um, you can tell again. It does not. It does not go for it. But it lets out a grumpy sound. And Nimble goes, "That is the most adorable thing I've ever seen in my life." Um, yes. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Uh, and then she stops and sort of turns slowly to look at the uh, decapitated skull of the. Uh, the larger turtle and then slowly looks back <laughs> to this one and goes are these two the same species? And, uh, and Dalian goes yes, yes they are. Well he's like vivisecting its brain <laughs> um, and <laughs> Nimble goes ah, well, I hope you're a really good trainer. I guess we'll find out. Not ominous at all. Cool, cool cool, cool, cool. Uh, right. mm -hmm. Chaos Incarnate. Chaos Incarnate. I should have that 
spray painted on the side of the ship. <laughs> oh, I hate it, but it's true. She nods, and after a moment, Nikiri <laughs> comes in and goes, Hey, I was looking for you. So, Me? yeah. Oh, no. No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's just, um, should probably find a way to cage this thing up or something because Dan's threatening cleavers and stuff. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. There we go. There it is. Uh, yep. Just thought I'd give you a heads up. Yeah. And she looks over at the decapitated head and says, uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> Just like turns around and walks out. You're going to stay with me at all times and I'm going to mm -hmm. put him back in the sling, I guess. Hit chirps. And just figure this one out as we go. <laughs> you do. Yeah, you put him back in. Um, do you guys head back into town? Well, I feel like I need to find a way to get more food <laughs> so Dan doesn't murder me in my sleep. Um, so I guess... Yeah, um, yes. I'll, uh, I'll, sh I'll, I'm gonna actually shave my head bald. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right. Oka does so. Yeah, Oka? yeah. Mm-hmm. You shave your head. And I, I'll, uh, I'll re re remove my armor to just wear, like, uh, uh, like a, a gown of sorts. Just, like, uh, one long, one-piece just uh, I don't know. Sure. I make it. I can make it out of bedding or something. I'm going full. Right. I'm going full like into this religion, even though none of this calls for that at all. Absolutely not. There's really been no amount. None of that. But it's gonna. I'm. It's getting to her head. You do so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> sure. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. Okay. You fashion a toga yeah. out of a sheet. Mm -hmm. And uh, you shave your fucking head. You do so. Why the fuck not? Let's go. Why not? <laughs> I am the chosen one. <laughs> I've decided. You've decided. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. So Oka's uh, falling down a uh, delusions of grandeur pit. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, is there anything else y'all would like to do? Um, I would like to... To, um, to try to contact the, the blonde-haired guy that always helps us out. I, I'm just going to ask him, I'm just going to be like, you know, hey, um, our food costs are a little bit higher than anticipated. Do we have any sort of line to credit to replenish the food supply? Uh, how much are we talking here in terms of uh, I thought you guys were set up with, like, a, like a month's supply of food? Yeah. Um, apparently, some beings that are part of our crew eat a lot more than anticipated. Huh. Now. He, uh, he begins tabulating, and he says, That's interesting. I mean, I had everything... We had everything tabulated out. Um, I'll go talk to the boss. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> um, and does, he does, uh, does Hannah yeah, seem like the dead. kind that likes pet selfies? You tell me. What do you think? 
Um, or is he an a is is he a multitude of AIs with a singular focus? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> he pops back on and he says, "So uh, the boss is busy at the moment. Um, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Uh, I'll we'll figure something out. Okay? Okay. Awesome. Thanks. Okay. The line goes dead. So, anything else you guys would like to do? What are we thinking? Is there an avenue that we would like to pursue? Uh, head into town, I think. Um, personally, for me, that's yeah. Matter. Head into town sounds good. Resupply, maybe clean up a little bit. Sure. Talk to Rex, and we left Cookie with the doctor, right? Yep, you did. Mm -hmm. So we can check in on them. Yep. Maybe the doctor can help heal us up a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. Mm -hmm. All right, you head back into town. You fly over the, back along the canyon, back past the hives that you had passed previously. You head back and fly over the town um, and land gently. I'm not gonna make y'all roll for it. And as you step out onto the streets, you hear a wave of commotion. Um, oh no. Sounds like shouting and jeering coming from uh, from the end of the uh, town where by where Rex's office is. Uh, we should probably go check out what that is. Yeah. All right. You head over, and as you get closer, you see a throng of miners that are all angry. Some of them have bottles in their hands. Some of them have, like, chains and weapons. Um, and Re Rex is standing there, calm and cool as a cucumber, with uh, a couple of guns in his hands and his arms crossed. And they seem to be yelling, not at him, but rather through a window. And uh, you approach um, and hear the, uh, you hear the miners yelling. And one of them's like, just shoot her, just put her down. It's what she deserves. Oh um, no. And yep. things of that nature. Um, what would you all like to do? I'll get in the middle of that and try to calm it down since I'm like holy now. Uh, make a, <laughs> a manipulation check. Yep. All right. Um, Can I, uh, I bless this by any chance? Um, the roll already happened, okay. so I'm gonna say no. I got yeah. one six, but I would like to burn a, lu a luck. Um, sure, a light point. Yeah, light point. All yes. right. Um, you walk into the throng, and at the center of the throng, you actually see a couple of you see the miners that you're most like familiar with. You see Hank and Honk and Brick. Um, and Sunny, and they all seem to be shouting um, and joined in with the crowd. Uh, what do you say to calm them down? It's like, be still your hearts uh, and like, cal calm the fuck down. Uh, <laughs> this weirdly seems to work. There's still, I mean, everyone's still very agitated, but the yelling sort of slowly dissipates. <laughs> um, and Hank turns and says, oh, Hey, I like the haircut. Looking very um, clean. Clean. It's a, it's a good look for you. I had to remove uh, myself of of the weight 
thing. Oh, is it just you have like really dense hair? Yeah, that... something like this because he's kind of hot. I just thought it'd be. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that too. I got really thick, coarse hair. Yeah. I, I, I always, I've been thinking about it, but I just, I don't, I'm not brave enough, you know? I'm afraid. I think I got a weird skull. I think we're getting, I, I think we're getting, I think we're getting off topic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. That <laughs> makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and Honk just goes, Honk. And Rex turns and sees you. And he says, oh, look who it is. The noble adventurers returned. Tell me, how is your trip out? Winter's fine, just peachy. Um, what's going on here? Well, in your absence, there's been a little bit of a, a to-do, shall we say. Um, and one of the guys goes, a to-do? People got stabbed, Rex. Um, and Rex waves his hand and says, yeah, yeah. So some people got stabbed. Apparently, we've got ourselves a little bit of a serial killer or something like that. Oh, no. They go by the name La Mariposa. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Damn it. Huh. Well, it seems as if randomly stabbing people might have some negative repercussions. Who knew? But who is locked up in that cell? And if they are not the culprit, then who has been stabbing folks? Well, you best stick around, because you're going to find out next time on Astronautica. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.